the Classy Chicks podcast. So today I'm here with Kenna Rose. She is one of the members of another podcast called the Self-Evident Podcast, and I'm so excited for her to share with you this new podcast that she started with some of her friends. But first, before we start, first of all, Kenna, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. So my name is Kenna, like Savannah said. I'm one of five co-hosts of the podcast Self-Evident where we talk about worldview issues from a biblical perspective. And our goal is to speak truths that were once self-evident and do so in love. So yeah, it's been a ton of fun to do so far. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm so excited to talk to you a little bit more. We actually met um, a few months ago, back when I still lived in Illinois. We were both, well, I was speaking for a uh, gubernatorial candidate event and you guys were singing, right? My sister was singing and me and another one of the hosts, Jenna, was speaking. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, that was a great event. There were a ton of speakers. There were, there were a ton of people there, but we met and we kind of were talking about how we both have podcasts and then we just reconnected. Uh, I since moved to Florida as everyone who regularly listens to this podcast knows, but I'm really excited to talk a little bit more about you guys' podcast and why you as young women decided to do something like that, because that's that's what we do on the Classy Chicks podcast. We talk to young women about how they're able to, you know, have these Christian conservative values in a world like ours and how you live a joyful life while still doing that. So, but before we can begin, as always, we are going to go through our classy and trashy moments. And I reminded Kenna like an hour ago, I was like, just so you know, we do classy and trashy moments from throughout our week. And then as is typical, um, I forgot to think about mine. So, but I, I know mine now. Um, but Kenna, do you want to go first with your classy moment? Sure. So it was really, I don't know why, but it was way easier to think of my trashy moment than it was to figure out my classy moment. That's how it is for me too. Like every week is kind of sad. <laughs> but I would think, I would just say it's the fact that I appear to have gotten on a better work schedule. So okay. I've gotten more done than I normally do this week and have like really good lineup for things I will be getting done next week. So I think that's my classy moment for the week. That is really good. Getting like getting on a schedule is so important. And I've always been not the greatest with that in a lot of ways, just because my life has always been like super crazy, but it's so important. It's so healthy. And yeah, we talk, we talked about that in an episode of Classy Chicks probably like two months ago. And what we've talked about kind of stuck with me and I've tried to, you know, do at least like some sort of morning routine, something like that. But that that's very important. My classy moment is not not really similar to that, but, um, my classy moment is last night I went to an event for a, for a political candidate down here in the St. Petersburg area, which is close to where I am. And I haven't been to like a evening event, like networking event style thing since I was in Chicago. And I didn't realize how much I like missed it, how much I missed being out there and getting to know people and, you know, just, just being a face in the public square. I mean, I have been in different ways down here, obviously, but not in that way, just being a face in the public square of, you know, being a young conservative woman. And it just, I don't know, it was really great. 
Uh, in Chicago, if any of you know about my life when I lived in Chicago, it was a little bit much. I was kind of at an event every single night. I don't think that's necessarily classy because I was just wearing myself out. But once in a while, it's a, it's a great thing to do. So I encourage anybody, if you have an opportunity to go to any sort of any sort of networking event, any sort of, uh, you know, just place to meet people with like-minded values, definitely take advantage of that. It, it doesn't do any harm and it does a lot of good. That's where I've met most of the people that I know today, I would say, um, is at one of those events. So that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Sounds like it was a lot of fun. It's, it's so interesting when you, when you come from an area where you know so many people and then you go to an area where you know literally no one, uh, it's kind of intimidating. Like I definitely was much more confident when I was in Chicago, but I'm learning to get that confidence back and meet people. Cause that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to go to events where you know, everybody, you know, then yeah. you don't really grow and learn, I guess. So really good point. That was fun. All right. Trashy moments, your trashy moment. Um, I would have to say I've had a lot of later nights cause I'm currently in a play and so we've had rehearsal oh. and, um, I stayed up way too late one night afterwards reading and I just kept telling myself I'll go to bed after this chapter I'll go to bed after this chapter I'll go to I, I did not <laughs> oh but that's books can suck you in like that books they can really totally can. suck you in like that they that's, really that's awesome though reading I think is just such a like you don't realize how much of a lost art it is until you do it like around people and people are like, what the heck are you doing? You're reading a book, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I don't know if you experienced that, but like- I haven't experienced that really? as much, but I could definitely see it happening. No, yeah. Because I like reading by the beach a lot. And I know a lot of people are just like, I don't remember the last time I read a book. It's just, it's such a good thing for, for I don't know. It's a good thing for society to be, obviously to be literate and to be reading because first of all, the more you read, the more your speaking is improved um, mm -hmm. because you, you're learning different, different words. You're learning different sentence structures, things that you wouldn't uh, necessarily find in just everyday conversation. And then also you just, you're learning facts too. So yeah, yeah. that's cool. My trashy moment was also last night. So um, on my way to this event, I had been working all day from a coffee shop and my time on my computer is still Chicago time because I still work for Illinois Right to Life. So mm -hmm. it's an hour earlier. And I always make the mistake of like looking at my computer time and not my phone time because my phone time is the correct time. So I was like, oh, I'll be fine. I have time. Just like I was just working, doing stuff like all day with my friend at this coffee shop. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I looked at my phone and I was like, what? I need to get home and get ready. So I got home, got ready, and then was going to leave. And then I was like, I have absolutely no gas. So I had to stop at the gas station. And then I was like, I'm hungry because I also didn't eat all day. I just drank two cups of coffee. So I had to stop and get gas station food. It was just one of those things where it was just like, there was a million things that I could have prepared for that I didn't. And it ended up just not being like a mess, a mess, but more of a mess than I'm used to. So... <laughs> Yeah, no. and then there was traffic the whole way because it was rushing oh no that's the worst when you're already late for you're already late and cars just won't move you're just like what yep. the heck is going on yep. but yeah anyway so there's our classy and trashy moments so to start off how old are you kind of I'm 19 I'm 19 He's 19 you're in uh are you in high school 
sorry, wait, no, you're not in high school. I I graduated. You graduated. Yeah, like not this year, but the year before. Okay, so you're, are you in college? What are you you doing? Um, Currently, I'm not in college. I... I'm hoping to take a couple of classes later on, but currently I'm doing videos on worldview issues or just things happening in society with Illinois Family Institute, doing the oh, podcast. Yeah. And then I'm working doing bookkeeping for my dad. So well, that's that's awesome. That's honestly, we've we've had this discussion before on this podcast, and there's a lot of different opinions, but I think that I was the same, well, similar. I did go to community college, um, but I did it in like one and a half years and it was on the side I was working as well. I think that getting right into what you want to do and what you're passionate about, which is what it seems like you're doing for Illinois Family Institute, um, is so much more valuable than spending four years of your life in college. If I was still in college right now, I, I, would, I think I'd be a senior in college, junior, senior. I'm 21. Instead, I have three years of work experience under my belt and I'm on my career path that I want to be on. So it's just, I mean, it's obviously different for every person, but I think it's just, it's really cool. I didn't, I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that you were working for Illinois Family Institute, but that's, that's pretty amazing. It's fun. I'm not like officially working for them, but I'm doing a lot of these videos and stuff because it's fun and I enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. So tell me about this podcast. Tell me about um why you started it when you started it what like like why would five young girls you're all girls right yeah decide to start a podcast on worldview issues like there's a lot of people who would be like 19 year olds 18 19 20 like why are you worried about what's going on in the world aren't you like just living your life Yeah, that's a good question. It actually started like three or four years ago. And it was me, Jenna and Alyssa. And we were talking and we were, we wanted to, and actually another girl, we were talking, we originally wanted to do a blog where we could write about what was going on mm-hmm. and talk about it because we were seeing a need for biblical, biblical, I guess, wisdom in the area of worldview. And we could see kind of the way the world was going and we wanted to talk about it. And so as we were planning this, we were having a hard time planning the blog. And one of the girls was like, well, why don't we just start a podcast? We could even call it self-evident. She already had a name for it. It was great. Okay. So we planned it. My sister Eliana joined us and one of the girls ended up having to drop out just because she got too busy. So Mm -hmm. Jenna, Eliana, Alyssa and I launched it May 2nd of this year. And um, yeah, we've been discussing worldview issues. So we did an episode. So it's like, we're talking about both worldview issues and things considered political, even if they aren't necessarily you know, political, like the issue of life. Um, and so we talked about feminism versus femininity. We've talked about wow. um, how to protect yourself, like spiritually, physically, and emotionally. And my other sister joined us just this month so yeah we've been we we also we we kind of haven't said much about this we're just starting to release hints about it but we filmed a skit about three girls pro-life who um talking about so one of them found out she was pregnant one of them is pro-choice and one of them is pro-life so we filmed a short skit about that and we're really excited wow 
Wow. That's, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. So tell me, so you've had this for, uh, going on like four months now, how often do your podcast episodes come out? Uh, they come out every Monday. We took a break in July, but they've been coming out every Monday. Awesome. And have you gotten any sort of backlash from people, from friends, from family? Not much. When we posted, we did one episode where Jenna interviewed a couple of biologists she knew talking about, you know, biology and Mm -hmm. being what a woman is and what a man is. And we have gotten the most pushback on that episode. It was interesting. Even on um, Instagram, she posted a couple of reels where she was asking them, so what is a woman? And they would give her like a straight in and be like, well, that was simple. And we've gotten the most amount of backlash on those (laughs) things, which we thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is interesting. Um, Did you post that around the time of the whole question, what is a woman? Yeah. That everybody was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I think it definitely says something that that young women are caring about this issue. And I don't know about you, but maybe five years ago, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have cared as much. I wouldn't have been as involved, but we see the way our world is going, the way our country is going. And really it's up to us. Really, the thing is, there's a saying in the pro-life movement that says we are the, uh, what is it? Not we are the pro-life generation, but it's like, something about something about being the next generation to be involved in politics and stuff like that well the fact is this is it's it's now like this is us now like no longer are we the future oh like I don't know pro-life future whatever no longer are we the future we are the present so I think that that goes along with um any sort of political and conservative topics you discuss it's it's not that you're going to make a difference in a few years or in a decade or whatever. You have the opportunity to make a difference now. Yeah. Um, in regards to Roe v. Wade being overturned, which is a huge political mm-hmm. event that happened in our country. Amazing event. Actually, today, well, the day that we're recording this, we're recording this on August 24th. So it's the two-month anniversary of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. It's crazy. It seems like Part of it seems like it just happened. Part of me seems like feels like it just happened. And the other part of me is like, we've been like this. It's, it's been a long time, a longer time. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those huge momentous events. It's such a blessing. It was overturned. Yes. So can you tell me, I always ask people on the podcast, what were you doing the day that Roe v. Wade was overturned? Oh, do you remember? Well, I was, or how did you find out? I was texting actually one of the other hosts, Jenna, about right. it. We were. I think we were actually planning another like recording time to meet up and record. We saw it. And I remember all three of us saw it. And it was like, I like screamed almost. (laughs) It was like an epic scream, but I was like, ah, and then got up and we were kind of all jumping around the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. It was such a, just just such a joyful moment. I feel like there's so many times in the pro-life movement, in the conservative movement, when we're fighting against something, you know, we're always fighting, which is, is fair. Like if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for nothing. You're, we're always going to be fighting against things, but there's something to be said when there's a major, major victory like this. Obviously, obviously we all know this is not the end. This was just one major victory on one battlefront of the pro-life movement. But um, 
but it, it it's nonetheless a, an enormous victory. Um, and did you get any sort of speaking of backlash? Did you get any sort of backlash, or did you did you see any comments from like young girls about um about this and about it being overturned, about being scared about this? Did you get any friends yeah, or family talking to you? Yeah, I was talking with um, someone I had done history class with, and she was just very upset about the mm-hmm. fact that Roe v. Wade had over, been overturned, saying that it was like taking her choice away from her, and she was worried about the other decisions the Supreme Court were going to strike down. So, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. Very, very sad. And what, like, have you had any conversations with anyone? What, what do you say to girls your age who might um, feel that way? I haven't had a ton of conversations with people just in like some of the circles I've been in, Mm -hmm. Um, but I would probably, it's hard because a lot of the time when you have the conversation, so many straw men arguments get brought up Mm -hmm. where it's hard to keep bringing it back to the fact that yes, but you can't kill, like you don't have the right to kill a life. And it's hard, especially when you know the person isn't coming from a biblical worldview, because then there's no reason for them to view that life as sacred. Why is mm-hmm. one life better than another? Why is this person's life better than mine if they're just, you know, a, another animal? That's an interesting point. If you if you really only view life as, I mean, if, if you don't view human life as more valuable than animal life, then why does it matter if we kill off some of the humans, right? We kill off some of, we kill off animals all the time to eat them. That I've honestly not really thought about that. But if, you know, there are some people like uh, Peter Singer, who was an animal rights activist, who said that man is, man is completely equal to uh, other, like other animals or whatever. So, you know, if, if man's equal to animals, then why does it matter if we are almost like predatory? you know mm-hmm. that, that's a crazy crazy thought process that the, the mother would be a predator to her own child but I guess if you if you have the worldview that that animals and human like other how do you say that animals that are not human and humans right or even same. just that there isn't a reason to view human life as um sacred or more valuable So there isn't really like, it's not even thinking, they could think humans are above animals too, but it's also just the idea that there wouldn't be a reason, they don't have a reason to think humans are more valuable than animals. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I think that it's it's important, um, you know, to, to have conversations like this and to address I know you say there's a lot of straw man arguments and that's true. And it, it comes back to the fact, right? Can mm-hmm. you kill a human life? Like you either agree that you can in some, in some or all or whatever circumstances, or you don't like, there's really only two sides, but I think it's also important. And I'm sure you feel this way too. There are a lot of young women who are just misinformed and just feel very, yeah. very unsafe right now. And I think about the fact, like if I didn't know, what I know, like if I didn't know that there was help available, if I didn't know that that a fetus is a child, you know, if I didn't know all this stuff, I would be scared too. I'd be mm-hmm. like, excuse me, what? Like this is a basic health care that I have a right to. Who? Why are you taking this away from me? You know. 
Yeah. I think it's important to engage in these conversations with young women and just uh, talk to them about all the different resources that are out there and all the different help they can get, all the different information they can get. You know, there, there was this lie that went out that I'm sure you heard. We won't talk about this much because I've talked about it a lot and I'm sure you've heard about it a lot, but the whole ectopic pregnancy and miscarriage yeah. thing. Uh, no state has said anything about, um, you know, making it harder for people to get treatment for miscarriages and ectopic pregnancy. That's just absolutely ridiculous and honestly horrifying to think about. Um, and that was a huge lie that was going about when Roe v. Wade was first overturned, that, mm-hmm. that women aren't going to be able to get treatment for ectopic pregnancies. Ectopic pregnancies and miscarriages and abortions are completely different. Yeah. Abortion is the direct killing of a child. If a child dies, like if a child dies in an ectopic pregnancy, if a child dies through a miscarriage, obviously we have to remove the child from the woman's body. We're not killing them now. I think right. that's they're already gone, unfortunately. It's so it's so sad how this how these lies were being spread. And I, I'm sure you guys in in your podcast, one of the things self-evident, I I mean you've kind of said does is kind of just talk about all these truths that used to just kind of be known like Mm -hmm. throughout the world and to everyone and now aren't as self-evident yeah and it's so weird because I was thinking even five years ago some of the stuff wouldn't have been the same thing or like a lot of what's being brought up in culture like front page would have been unthinkable five years ago honestly Honestly, it was just so much of it, so much of it, even five years ago, right? Even in like 2018, before 2020, before everything. But I think, I think there's a lot of hope too. And I think, I think we should kind of end on that, that note. This is like self-evident podcast is five young girls who are taking a ton of time out of their lives to create a podcast, to create content that promotes and spread these, spreads these truths and kind of reminds the younger generation and the older generation too, because they need to be reminded sometime too, that these truths still should be self-evident. These truths are still relevant. Um, and, you know, time, time doesn't really change that. Yeah. And I think, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, and there are people who still believe that and who still want to share it with others and instill that in others. So that's, something to be hopeful about knowing that there are young people who see this and who want to talk about it and make a difference. And I really do think there are so many young people like you kind of coming out of the woodwork and being like, okay, this has gone far enough. Like we're not going to be silent anymore. We're not going to be caught up in the mushy middle anymore. We need to either, we need to take a stand. And I mean, you show that so many other young people show that. And I think it's just very, it's very encouraging for me to see, because when I was one of the reasons I have this podcast is because when I was, when I was your age, uh, younger than you, when I was like, you know, 16, 17 in high school, I was trying to find like women to look up to who were like, who were older than me, but not super, not a ton older than me. And who were, you know, Christian had conservative values, but still, but didn't like, I don't know, more quote unquote weird to me as a high school. Yeah. You know? I think that, I think that I, I saw some people, but I was just like, they don't look like they're living a happy, happy life. They don't look like they're living a normal life. They're not living the kind of life that I want to live. So why would I look up to them? And so I wanted to start this podcast to kind of show younger high school girls that 
you can live a amazing, fulfilling, beautiful life and be Christian and conservative and have values and not sleep around and not, you know, do all this stuff. And I mean, you're doing a very similar thing. You're showing people, Hey, we are, we are like completely normal teenage girls who, I mean, are all doing different things in um, our lives, but we value this a lot and like, Hey, like you can too, you know? Yeah. It's very important, especially since I feel like having someone to look up to, it's so influential when girls look up to someone or when younger kids look up to someone or even being someone people look up to, it's such an influential role mm-hmm. that it it just kind of goes from you, even when you were younger. Like my sister, someone she looked up to, her handwriting is still somewhat similar to that person's because she she just looked up to her so much it just shows it shows and I don't I don't honestly know like about guys but I know for girls it's like girls have a role model like I I know who my role models were and they changed throughout different times in my life and throughout different time periods of my life who my role models were kind of showed like how my behavior was. And I mean, it's kind of a strange thing to think about, to be honest, but yeah, but it's true. We see it playing out. Um, what's the, so what's the demographic that you're, you're trying to reach with your podcast, like in particular? So we're trying to reach, um, teenagers and young adults. So high school, like around our age. Right. Right. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's the class you chicks podcast too. It's typically geared towards high schoolers and young adults. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, this was this was amazing, Kenna. Is there anything you want to close with? Anything you want to to tell the listeners? Uh, actually, let me know what's your Instagram handle, and then what's uh, what's your podcast Instagram handle? Yeah. So, um, self evidence Instagram handle is self evident underscore podcast. Okay. And mine is Kenna Rose underscore official. Perfect. Perfect. So definitely go follow self-evident. You guys are amazing. I'm so excited to see where you guys go. I'm so excited to see uh, your video coming out. Do you guys record video and audio? Um, For our podcast, we just do audio. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. So are they on, where's your podcast distributed? So you can find it on iTunes. Okay. As well as, um, let me let me just make sure this works. Hold on one second. We have a link you can click in our bio. Okay. And selfevidentpodcast.com, I think, should take you to illinoisfamilyaction.org's page where our podcast. Oh, perfect. Is. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much again for being on, Kenna. And I'm sure we'll have you on again or some of your friends, you know, maybe in like half a year, a year and see how you guys progressed and, you know, what you guys are doing now. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Classy Chicks podcast and we will see you next time.